lot to do this morning. We're going to be hearing from Pam down in our Madison affiliate later on, and uh, she'll be joining us. We'll have a great day doing some big-time chores. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It is 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The curve is flattening in coronavirus hotspots around the country. Our large metro areas continue to stabilize and even see progress. The New York metro area, including New Jersey, New York, Long Island, Connecticut, and Rhode Island, all appear to be past their peak. Vice President Mike Pence noted that the White House Coronavirus Task Force is still keeping a close eye on Chicago, Boston, and Philadelphia. Pence credited the American people with doing their part to help slow the spread of the virus. Governors across the country are taking issue with President Trump throwing support behind those protesting state-issued stay-at-home orders. They've called Trump's remarks dangerous, and they say they run counter to the president's own instructions. Washington Governor Jay Inslee said stay-at-home orders have been bipartisan to protect citizens' health, and that Trump has encouraged insubordination to encourage illegal activity. More and more people are being tested for coronavirus. President Trump said nearly 4.2 million Americans have been tested for the respiratory illness. The president said that's more than many other countries around the world. Testing strategies will be discussed in a task force phone call with governors on Monday. Trump said that some governors aren't using their full testing capacity since many are relying on state labs as opposed to private labs. Police in Canada say the death toll from a shooting rampage is now at least 16. The murders started Saturday night in the small rural town of Portapique, Nova Scotia. It ended with the gunman dead in a shootout with police after a chase on Sunday morning. The gunman was ID'd as 51-year-old Gabriel Wortman. Investigators are still trying to find a motive. And a former bass player for David Bowie is dead. 64-year-old Matthew Seligman died Friday of complications of COVID-19. He suffered a severe hemorrhagic stroke after being in an induced coma in London, according to a friend. Seligman played with Bowie during the 1985 Live Aid performance and played bass on the soundtrack for his 1986 film Labyrinth. He was also a member of the 70s rock band The Soft Boys. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Keeping farms running, construction moving, and towns maintained is essential. That's why Kubota is working to keep you working. Right now, get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Offer expires May 31st. Visit KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Kubota, together we do more. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today and check out their entire line of Kubota equipment. Chili Implement, County Highway Y in Chile. Visit ChiliImplement.com or call 715-683-2444. Sometimes an oven breaks, just as you're making dinner for the family. Sometimes the water heater decides it's had enough when it's finally your turn to shower. And sometimes the light in your kid's bedroom says goodnight and you don't have backup bulbs on hand. Lowe's is here for you with all the things you need to keep your home running smoothly during this important time. You can easily order at Lowe's.com or download the Lowe's app. When you do, choose curbside pickup or we'll deliver right to your doorstep. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Thirty-one degrees as we keep rolling with the Wax one hundred four point five Midwest Farm Report. Thirty-six in La Crosse, Marshfield has thirty. Green Bay's at thirty-two. Rice Lake has thirty-five. Wausau is at thirty-one. Madison thirty-six. Milwaukee has thirty-nine. And up on Iman Ridge, it is thirty degrees. We're looking today with some for some clouds. Growing, the increasing this morning, along with the chances for rain. The rain will be scattered, but the thunderstorms are pos- and thunderstorms are possible in some areas. The temperatures will drop several degrees uh, tomorrow, but then be warmer in the middle of the week. Today we're looking at a high of 57 with a low of 28. Tuesday a high of 48 with a low of 35. And Wednesday a high of 66 with a low of 40. And let's look at some of those markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 84 to 93. Fed beef heifers at 84 to 88. Fed Holstein steers 75 to 80 and a half, 80 and a quarter. And select and choice 60 to 74. Continuing with those cash livestock mark numbers, cows are at 35 to 40, 55, bulls 51 to 84, butcher hogs 38 to 41, with sows 22 to 26, boars 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 90 to 116, and feeder lambs are at 1 to 165. Turning it into cheese and donating it to those that need it. And big news out of Washington on Friday night as the USDA announced a $19 billion relief package that will include direct cash payments to farmers. I'll have more on that later in the hour. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. Soil needs plants to stay healthy, just like plants need soil to survive. Nature thrives on forming connections. Farmers thrive on forming them, too. With Indigo Marketplace, we're setting out to connect every farmer with every buyer, making it easier to find a market for the things that make your farm unique. Visit indigoag.com slash questions to find out more. Indigo. From questions, we grow. Wisconsin's number one farm insurer can protect your dairy operation from unexpected declines in revenue from milk sales. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more or talk to your local agent about how dairy revenue protection can fit into your risk management plan. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The phone lines are busy, busy, busy as we use technology now to communicate with people since uh, social distancing means we've got to more or less yell at people if they want to, they want to hear each other. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And I think we're going to find out from Josh that there is one phone line 
that is very, very busy, Josh. That farmer's hotline down at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. What did you find out? Well, Bob, yeah, you're absolutely right. Everybody's got a lot of time on their hands. Everybody's got a lot of issues that they're trying to work through right now. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Everybody needs somebody to talk to. And if you call the Farm Center hotline at the Wisconsin Farm Center, which is the division of DATCAP, you'll most likely hear from Mike Lochner. He is a Farm Center consultant. And right now, their phone is ringing off the hook. Normally, they deal with finances, transition planning, things of that nature. But they're noticing a shift in the content of their calls. And uh, they serve a wide variety of Wisconsin farmers. But right now, they're certainly writing the book as they go, much like everybody else in this situation. We are primarily do financial uh, reviews. And we also, after we do the financial review, some of our other programs lead into well, uh, transition planning. So we do, I like to term it as helping farmers get started in the transition planning process because typically they don't really have a good grasp or it's, it's so big and it's so uh, overwhelming for them that they, you know, they need a direction to get started. You know, but admittedly, within the past uh, two, two and a half years now, uh, we have been doing a little more financial assistance than we have been doing transition. The other services we have is we do have the counseling vouchers. And then we also have a mediation program and uh we also have a herd-based diagnostic program. Well, thank you very much for that, Mike. Yeah, I, I just I wanted you to explain what the services were that the Farm Center offered because I don't think a lot of people, uh, even including myself, after just listening to your answer, realize how uh, far-reaching that is. So as a Farm Center consultant, what is your role at the center? You're the one – are you answering the phones? Well, yes, there's four of us uh, that have a role in answering the phones. Now we are all working remotely. The 800 line, you know, otherwise widely known as the Farm Center hotline, all those calls are forwarded to my email. So I get an email. So I encourage people to leave a message when they call in. Even though they're going to get an answering machine, we do try to respond to all of those messages that come in during the day that same day. About 95 to 98% of the time, we've been able to do that. So how many calls do um, you guys receive per day or, or per month, if you had to kind of give me a ballpark? Probably easiest to give you an idea of how many calls per day are coming in now. We've had as low as three with messages left, but as high as a dozen. The last few days, we've had probably, we've been averaging seven or eight messages left. The nature of the calls is, by and large, questions regarding COVID-19. Some of them are essentially what they're looking for is what resources do they have or do we have available? What resources? Because we can help direct them to the resources. Now, as you well know, Josh, these resources seem to be very fluid, Mm -hmm. and we're getting updates daily as far as what qualifies for farmers as far as any of the resources that they might be able to access. 
so it seems as though your volume maybe has increased a little bit, but you're certainly seeing that the calls are going towards the direction of COVID-19 and, and people just trying to figure out uh, maybe if there is any sort of helping hand out there with COVID-19. That's what you're saying? Yes, that's correct. That would be a good way to summarize it. I was going to say, you know, we have had calls from, you know, a, a number of disgruntled farmers that are looking for basically three areas. What services are offering? Why are farmers being asked to dump their milk? And that gets into the whole supply chain issue, which our Farm Center team members is a dairy specialist, and he works largely with the dairy processors within the state. So he's keeping abreast on that in which processors are asking to um, are being forced to dump their milk. Well, that's interesting that you say that because, yeah, right now I'm sure that the farm center is finding uh, themselves in a situation that we're finding ourselves in. It's just the information is changing so rapidly, especially with the milk dumping situation. Uh, it, it, it's, it's tough to keep up, and we're trying to give everybody uh, the, the most accurate and up-to-date info that we can. Yeah, well, one thing I want to, you know, and we prefer to call it milk disposal, not milk dumping, because it's more it's more of an instance where – because it's not able to be processed on a timely basis, and as you well know, milk is a perishable commodity, something has to be done with that within, you know, 24 to 48 hours, especially and something really needs to be done once it hits the plant, the processing plant's doors. I'm on the phone with Mike Lochner of the Wisconsin Farm Center. Mike, we mentioned earlier in the call, uh, I've heard that you guys get a lot of mental health calls. Walk me through how those go uh, uh, when you pick up the phone and what sort of resources can you offer to those people? Well, to address uh, the resource, we have a counseling vouchers. When we identify that the caller is in the need of those counseling vouchers for a variety of reasons, you know, it might be thoughts of suicide. It might be more often than not, it's just they need to talk with somebody else that can help them put together a plan on how to uh, how to hour by hour or day by day manage their emotional and and mental stress. In just in March alone, there was 29 vouchers that were sent out, and that's two different applicants. You know, that's two different people that are requesting the vouchers. When we send the vouchers out, uh, we send them three vouchers initially. The vouchers are worth $100 and are redeemable with any service provider that we had worked with and that we have essentially contracted through except our counseling vouchers. Um, the farmer doesn't have to pay anything. He just presents those uh, counseling vouchers to the service provider. The service provider mails those in to us, and then we reimburse the service pro- provider. You know, last summer there was, um, you know, at that time there was $25,000 set up to help fund those counseling vouchers. 
Yeah, and, and for people that say, well, 29, that doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, if you put it into perspective, that that's that's resources and time that you guys are putting out, and that's almost one per day in the month of March. So I'm, I'm glad that farmers are taking advantage of that, and I feel like us having conversations like we are right now are certainly normalizing it and, and making it uh, more more acceptable for, for farmers to go out and get help because there, there's nothing wrong with not being okay. The 29 in March... That's the highest volume in any month in the last pa- in the past three years, and we have seen a definite uptick uh, even since middle part of last summer and last fall. We have provided uh, more counseling vouchers than we have in any of the past two to three years before that. So that just is an indication of how much you know emotional stress, emotional and financial stress, is out in the farming communities. And they are available not just to the dairymen, they're available to any farm family that is in Wisconsin, that is a resident of Wisconsin. Mike, I'm curious, 911 operators, uh, you always uh, say, how, how do they hear of all these tough situations and not let it get to them? I feel like in, in some regards you're kind of in the same boat. How do, you, how do you help people and then at the end of the day you not let it affect you? Um, because I know for one, I, 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 ca- I carry these things with me. So how do you handle it? I have a background, but uh, my personality is such that I do think about it when I come home, but I'm conditioned enough, I guess, to say that I try to turn it into a positive and try to end the day knowing that I did my best to help whoever it might have been that was on the phone. And sometimes, more, Josh, most of the time, we have some of these people on the phone for 45 minutes to an hour and a half uh, when they're really, they, they just need somebody to talk to. And when we really identify that they're really struggling, we, you know, we try to keep them on the phone. We try to keep them talking. And more often than not, they end the conversation um, you know, we offer to send the counseling vouchers to them and they offer, they end the conversation by saying, well, I feel better now. Thank you for calling. And we invite them to call back at any time, even if they're, even if they need to leave a message, oftentimes we leave them our, our cell phone numbers and they can call our cell phones at any time. I I gotta thank you for that service. I mean, it's it's incredible work that you guys do over there at the Wisconsin Farm Center. Let's run through it one more time. How can people get a hold of the Farm Center? Uh, the eight, there's a toll free line eight hundred nine four two two four seven four, and otherwise we all have direct lines. But that toll free line right now, since we're working remotely, is forwarded uh, to my voice to my phone at, on my desk. That is Mike Lochner. He is with the Wisconsin Farm Center where he is a consultant. The number, one more time, the hotline, 1-800-942-2474. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Compere Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation. And our support continues today as our clients work relentlessly to feed, clothe, and fuel the world. Compere is proud to continue our strong commitment to our clients, the rural communities where they live, and to agriculture. 
Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help meet the financial needs of rural America. And our experienced financial team is just a phone call or email away, ready to guide you every step of the way. To learn more about our offerings, like long-term fixed rates that can help mitigate risk and improve cash flow, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compeer.com today and we'll navigate through this together. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Loan subject to approval guidelines. Not all borrowers will qualify. Restrictions may apply. This is not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. If you're wondering what to do about doo-doo floating in your basement or yard, the first order of business is to discover the origin of the feces. And you can do that by contacting the professionals at Advanced Septic Installation. They'll give you the scoop on poop and take care of things with new septic systems, repairs, and excavating for residential and commercial projects. And they're also certified in real estate inspections. With over 30 years of experience, you can count on craptastic service. To learn more about what to do with number two, click Advanced Septic Installation. From questions, we grow. When asked to name his favorite family members, he asks if the animals in the barn count. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Right now I'm connected live via Skype with ag meteorologist Stu Mux. Stu, happy Monday to you. What can we expect this week weather-wise? Certainly seems better, Josh, today with the more mild temperatures we expect. Of course, yesterday worked out pretty well. Maybe a little breezier than you'd hope, but that's helping to dry out the topsoil. In the long run, that's a good thing. Get things dried up so we can have a little more spring activity. But Mother Nature has a different plan. There's going to be a bit of a rain chance building in here today. What we expect is that a cold front's going to drop through out of the northwest, and with that frontal boundary nearing, there'll be a few more clouds, and there'll be a chance of a scattered shower or an isolated thunderstorm developing this afternoon, lasting into the nighttime. For most of us, a tenth of an inch of rain or so, but I'd say southern Wisconsin may have a little greater possibility, a tenth to a quarter inch. That's about all there should be. Now, we will cool down behind that front. Maybe that's a sad part for some folks. Temperatures tomorrow staying cooler than normal, but at least some sun returns. I do expect a little more of an active weather pattern. Probably not great news. Later this week, as we make our way on toward Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there'll be enough instability around that the chance of rain will still be with us. Expect even toward Wednesday afternoon that another possibility of a shower or thunderstorm develops. Not a great threat, not going to rain all the while, but that chance of a hit-and-miss shower or storm lingers around Wednesday night on toward Thursday. Even a small chance into Friday, a little unsteady. A little wet pattern, at least with more mild temperatures. In fact, for most of the week, 
taking Tuesday out of the factor where it's going to be a lot cooler, Wednesday through the end of the week, temperatures will be more like normal in the upper 50s or low 60s, certainly sounding like better springtime weather. And even though there's going to be some rain, that warmth should help for things to green up in the field. That's certainly going to be some good news, something we can look forward to. Yes, I know a little drier pattern would be better, but that doesn't appear to be what's going to shape up during this week. I'll have forecast details right after this. Wisconsin's number one farm insurer can protect your dairy operation from unexpected declines in revenue from milk sales. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more or talk to your local agent about how dairy revenue protection can fit into your risk management plan. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Farmers thinking about taking advantage of low fuel prices? Buy a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by urethane coating to prevent rusting. They've got a full factory warranty and are easy to move with a skid-type design. Don't just get any fuel tank. Get the best quality and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal, 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. I'm connected live via Skype with ag meteorologist Stu Buck. Stu, what else do Wisconsin farmers need to know about the sky above them? They ought to know, Josh, that sky will be mostly blue this morning, but some clouds develop during the day. Here in the afternoon, I expect a scattered shower or an isolated thunderstorm. Not a bad day temperature-wise, more likely up around 60 degrees. That's about normal. The west winds will be stronger, 5 to 15, gusting near 30. A scattered shower or storm this afternoon or into the nighttime, a tenth to near quarter inch of a rain about all we expect. Partly cloudy later tonight, down to 32. West winds become northwest at 5 to 15. Mostly sunny skies on Tuesday. Cooler day, upper 40s. The northwest winds at 5 to 15. Mostly sunny Wednesday. Afternoon clouds, a scattered shower, possibly a thunderstorm moving in. About 65 on Wednesday. Southwest winds at 5 to 10. That chance of rain in upper 50s for Thursday. Not going to be an ideal way to wrap up the week with that scattered precipitation chance around, Josh. Just something we're going to have to deal with. Thank you so much. That's Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American-built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. 
Keeping farms running, construction moving, and towns maintained is essential. That's why Kubota is working to keep you working. Right now, get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Offer expires May 31st. Visit KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Kubota, together we do more. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today and check out their entire line of Kubota equipment. Chili Implement, County Highway Y in Chile. Visit ChiliImplement.com or call 715-683-2444. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-60. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.27 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're going to be hearing from Rocky at Premier Livestock after this. Brought to you by United Mutual. You check things all the time. Like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 31 degrees at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock on. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. You all ready for another big week? It's, uh, I don't know, big week. Is that what we call them now? Boy, I guess they're not, maybe not quite as big as they were, but glad to be working. Glad to be working. That's all we can do. It could be worse. So, yeah. But uh, how are the sales going to look this week? What do you What do you have brewing for us, Rocky? Uh, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. I uh, did have a lighter week selling 1,600 head of livestock on the fed cattle, steady, high choice and prime, Holstein steers, 70 to 79.50, low choice and select, 61 to 70. Choice beef steers and heifers on a very light test, mostly 80 to 85. Market cows were a little stronger last week. Uh, high yielding cows sold 48 to 58.50. Most cows trading from 35 to 47 market bulls mostly 65 to 80 with the low yielding bulls below 64 organic market cows sold on mondays traded mostly from 65 to 83 with the low yielding and lightweights below 60 uh, newborn holstein bull calves mostly from 50 to 110 per head your beef calves 120 to 250 holstein heifer calves 10 to 50 dairy cattle auction this last wednesday uh, we did have an exceptional run of extremely high quality cows most of them cows uh, top-end fresh cows uh, milking 
into the hundreds, selling from 1700 to 2100 We had top spring and heifers, AI bred, AI sired, uh, most of them selling with dams production records from 1200 to 1675 uh, Once again, uh, supreme quality cattle were a little higher. Uh, once your lower quality cows and spring and heifers uh, selling lower, below 950 Quality makes all the difference. So this week, uh, we had a big week at Premier coming up. Uh, Tuesday, we get our special feeder cattle and bred stock cow auction. We're expecting five to six hundred head. Uh, got a real nice run of stock cows that starts right away at eleven o'clock a.m. and a really nice run of feeder cattle. Uh, Wednesday we get our special dairy cattle auction. Uh, we're selling uh, two retirement herd dispersals. Uh, both them herds are averaging in the seventies with top cows milking well into the hundreds. Uh, both them uh, herds selling a few fancy Jersey Cross cows in those herds. Uh, we do have several pictures of these cows on our website, so check that out. Uh, several fancy spring and heifers also selling full listing. Like I said, details, pictures, uh, check that out on our website. Uh, that'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com, or you can give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Uh, do keep in mind we have our machinery auction. Uh, we really, really got a lot of equipment on the sale. Uh, definitely come on over, inspect that equipment. Uh, we'll be online, and we are planning to be live for that sale on May 1st. So any questions, give us a call. It'll be broadcast on equipmentfacts.com on the online portion. And that's the way it shaped up, Scott. Thank you, Rocky. And we'll be catching up with you again on Wednesday, right? Yeah. You betcha. All right. Take care. Have a great great week, Rocky. You too. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's have a look at some of the local news and state news. There continues to be new cases of coronavirus in Wisconsin, but the numbers are slowing down. The State Department of Health Services yesterday reported 4,346 confirmed cases and 220 deaths. DHS officials say another 45,000 people have been tested for the virus and cleared. The DHS says Milwaukee County has nearly half of the state's cases. Dane County, Waukesha County, Kenosha County, and Brown County round up the top five. And yesterday, Clark County reported its first death from coronavirus. A wildfire that scorched several acres of the Nacita Wildlife Refuges is under control. Firefighters yesterday said they were able to corral the fire after it burned about 200 acres. Nobody was hurt, though the fire did threaten several buildings near the refuge. Firefighters said it looks as though someone's debris fire sparked that wildfire. Investigators in Columbia County say a prison cook helped two inmates escape last week. Deputies arrested 46-year-old Holly Zimda from Partyville shortly after James Newman and Thomas Deering escaped Thursday morning. Nobody is saying just what role Zimda played in the escape. Detectives say Newman and Deering climbed to the fences and ran to a waiting car that drove them away. Police in Rockford, Illinois, arrested Newman and Deering Friday morning as they were looking to get a meal at a local soup kitchen. UW Stout is finding a unique way to get prospective students a glimpse at the campus. The school is turning to virtual tours because of the coronavirus. Stout's Joan Ebnett says she hopes to give new students that same tour that they would get in person just from the comfort of their own homes. Nobody is guessing when UW Stout or other colleges in Wisconsin will reopen.
And the short list of finalists for superintendent in Altoona School District is down to three. The district last week said all three will sit down for an interview later today. A decision will be made after that. Chippewa Falls Superintendent Dr. Heidi Taylor Elopoulos is one of the three on the short list. And speaking of short list, we want to find out how cold it's going to get today and how warm or how cold it's going to get tomorrow and how warm it's going to get on Wednesday. We have Kelly over at Skywarn 13 to help us out with that equation. Kelly, do you have us? <laughs> Kelly's over there someplace. Maybe we'll get him on this morning. Good morning, Kelly. Well, I guess I'll just tell you that it's 31 degrees here in Eau Claire. Clouds are expected to increase this morning, along with the chances for rain. The rain will be scattered, but thunderstorms are possible in some areas. The temperatures will drop some tomorrow, but then be warmer in the middle of the week. Today we're looking at a high of 57 with a low of 28. Tomorrow a high of 48 with a low of 35. Wednesday a high of 66 and a low of 40. Well, we just... Heard from Rocky over at Premier Livestock. Tell us about what's going on in his, with his sales this year, or this week, rather. And I talked with him earlier, too, about some of the changes and some of the things that they're working on at Premier to get through this coronavirus situation. Well, we're in challenging times, and our area businesses are working hard to take care of their customers and their employees. One of those businesses is Premier Livestock at Withy. I have rock. And that, of course, isn't coming up either. It's just that kind of morning. Instead, let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear the latest from Mark Coger about what's been going on at that barn. In the Fed cattle division on very light supply, high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 73 to 78 choice Holsteins. 66 to 72 with their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 65 and down. 20% of slaughter cows selling from 50 to 54. We topped at 57. 60% of cows selling from 36 to 50 with 20% of cows selling below 36. Most of the slaughter bulls are selling from 57 to 73. We topped at 78. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up. Selling from twenty to ninety dollars per head, your light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from fifty to two hundred and twenty dollars per head. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from Premier Livestock our Premier Livestock Equity Auction Barn over at Stratford. Good morning, Jerry, from the Equity Stratford Market. <laughs> Oh, good morning, Scott. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, Monday for everybody, so, yeah, it's you know. It's Monday for, for everybody, but sometimes, you know, as we're getting older, Jerry, did you notice that the brain is on Monday quite a lot? Uh, like about seven days a week. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. Anyway, tell us how things are going over there at Equity in Stratford. All right, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone, and this will be the sales schedule uh, this upcoming week here at Stratford. Uh, of course, we get underway Monday morning, right away this morning, and we'll sell uh, market cattle, fat cattle, and bulls this morning here in Stratford, and we'll get to the baby calves. That's uh, around 11 o'clock here this morning. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we have uh, the hay auction tomorrow. That's uh, 
that's what we start off with tomorrow. The hay auction will be at 10 o'clock, and the dairy sale tomorrow will be at 11. That will be followed by the market cattle. And Wednesday auction uh, also starting uh, does start at 10 o'clock in the morning. On Wednesday, we do sell uh, market cows, of course, fat cattle and bulls. Uh, baby calves around 11.30 on Wednesday, and also on Wednesday will, of course, be the feeder cattle sale. That'll be a noontime start. And our Thursday auction does start at 11 with market cattle and calves. So I guess what I'm trying to say is full market schedule this week here in Stratford. Of course, we um, continue to uh, thank the folks for their uh, uh, cooperation in the, uh, uh, you know, no spectators at the sale, uh, district buyers only, so that will continue, I suppose, until we uh, get things straightened out. But as, uh, again, uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see how the market trends are this week. It uh, changes daily, so, again, we'll have a full report tomorrow and give you the updated prices uh, for today's sale. And, again, if you got any questions, call us up, 715-687-4101. And, of course, a lot of information on our website. And also do want to mention uh, for, uh, for you folks uh, in the dairy business, I know there's a tough, tough time, but uh, we do have a lot of very good quality dairy cattle on the consignment list for private treaty sale. So now probably I know cash is very short, but uh, now is probably time to be buying because uh, it is definitely a buyer's market on that. So, Again, get a hold of us for that. We do have several herds for sale and also several consignments of springing heifers, fresh heifers, and also open heifers. So, again, all that information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And, Scott, as I guess we head into the second last week in April here, we'll hopefully this thing will be turning around pretty soon because it's, uh, well, uh, I don't have to tell you, you get out a lot. It's uh, getting a very desperate situation for a lot of our businesses and farmers included, of course. So, We'll wait and see what happens, but hopefully we're on the we're on the right track here to get this thing uh, straightened out and yep. get on a normal trend, whatever that is. Yep, I'm thinking it's going to be happening, Jerry. Thank you much, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Scott. And uh, well, can you enjoy Mondays, or you just kind of work through them? Oh, uh, I enjoy Mondays. I enjoy every day, one way or the other. We make it enjoy. There you go. Sounds yeah. good. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. And we're going to try that report from Rocky over at Premier Livestock again and hear what they're doing to get through the coronavirus situation. While we're in challenging times and our area businesses are working hard to take care of their customers and their employees, one of those businesses is Premier Livestock at Withy. I have Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock. Rocky, what are some of the things that you guys have done to adjust through this coronavirus situation? Well, it's uh, definitely been a struggle for us, especially in the declining and lower cattle market on top of uh, all this, and maybe that's why a lot of it is being declined. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, controlling crowds. I guess that would be uh, number one, which that's hard. I think we uh, probably gather a bigger crowd than um, most businesses in our capacity, and uh, we enjoy that. Uh, we enjoy the people, uh, the camaraderie, and the family atmosphere, but, yeah, we definitely had to cut back on that, uh, limit yeah. it to uh, just serious buyers, uh, no children, which is a big part of our business is family. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little challenging, and you get herd owners. They want to come to sell their herd, and they put their whole life, 30, 40 years, and you got to tell them to stay home. Right. Uh, that's very challenging very very challenging for me there's a lot of emotional uh, parts to our business we take it uh, 
right to heart everything we do and we put all of our effort into it and a lot of it is the personal relationships that we build and they kind of I guess that's kind of taken some of that away from us yep you've gotten creative now with some of the things uh, online has been big for you folks yeah um, my business partner Kenny uh, he was kind of the leader in implementing uh, Working on the online process, well, we've been working at this quite a while, and we had a lot of internet struggles and that to get it done, and had to build the tower. Well, we got lucky once, and uh, we got landed, and we got connected, and we got online first right when the coronavirus start, started here, uh, and it's been huge. Uh, we've averaged uh, over 800 new buyers every week uh, on that, and we've been selling a lot of cattle, a lot of bidding. Um, and uh, it, it's good for the people that are wanting to see what the market is, uh, the sellers that are unable to come to the sale. Uh, it's been great. Uh, you can check that out and get registered. Uh, that's on Cattle USA. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. All right. That's some of the ways that Premier Livestock is adjusting business to get through this coronavirus situation. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you for that, Rocky. And we have, now let's go over to Tareen Livestock with, you know, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, I know you, Michelle. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Michelle? Michelle and I have been sitting here talking for quite a while and uh, talking about how nice it is outside, I guess, how nice it's been. And yeah, we're very fortunate way. to have. Yeah, we yeah. have nice weather, so and, that's a good thing. And how many of us are delving into our freezers and getting uh, some of the stored food and stuff eaten? That yeah, so yeah, and that's the nice thing about living where we live because you know you you know if you're living and you have animals, you can if you're short meat, you can actually make your own meat. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, and you have that available. So tell us what's going on yeah. at the market, anyway, Michelle. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of April 13th, actually, in livestock market, in the slaughter market, we tapped at 55. 84% of the cows lived from 41 and above. Market cows were 44 to 54, and low-yielding cows 35 to 43, thin and weak cows 34 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 65 to 78, selects for 62 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 62 to 76, with utilities at 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves lived from 40 to $105 per head, lighter and lower quality calves $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $65. Beef calves 85 to 195 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 29 to 38,000, 27 to 32, boars were 10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For today's sale, we have a consignment of 10, 500 to 600 pound sows. If you have any questions, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at True Livestock, your family owns an operating market. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Michelle, and we look forward to hearing from you again tomorrow. Sounds good. Take we, care. You too. Take care. It's time for another Pioneer Agronomy Update. Scott Schultz this morning with Mike Gronsky, field agronomist for Pioneer, 
out of the Marshfield area, covering the central Wisconsin area. The snow is disappearing, that Easter snow. We're getting the warm weather here, and, and things are greening up, Mike. Are things greening up out in the alfalfa stands? You know, that's a great question, Scott. And I mean, as we approach 2020, there, you know, alfalfa is going to be the first thing on every dairyman's mind as we look at the, some of the forage shortages that we're experiencing across the area. Um, you know, prior to this weather setting in, you know, we were starting to see alfalfa break dormancy. Um, things were looking uh, very promising. Um, but that being said, you know, there, there's a long ways to go, and, and there's a lot of things that should be evaluated as we're looking at, you know, the, essentially the yield potential of these stands and, and what we can or can't do with them. Um, you know, as we went through this cold snap, I feel feel good that we had a little bit of snow covering them. Um, but in the same breath, uh, you know, I do have some fears about how, mon- how many carbohydrates we have available in that rope reserve, essentially, to get these plants um, completely green back up and growing actively and taking nutrients up from the soil. So, um, you know, as we look forward here, I think the big, th- big thing is going to be here as, as we get into next week and we get some, some more warm weather on our belt is, is doing that initial look and just getting out there and, and looking to see how many plants there are per square foot. Um, you know, I know last year, you know, a lot of our stands were just, our older stands were destroyed, but uh, for some of them that we did keep, you know, at, at a bare minimum, we're going to want to find, you know, four to five plants per square foot to have a stand that's even worth consideration of keeping um, in terms of yield potential. But uh, that being said, you know, when we hit that point where we're right on that kind of that, that fine line, you know, it's going to take some reevaluation, you know, a couple weeks out down the road once we've experienced more regrowth on this alfalfa. You know, so it's going to mean following once there's 68 inches of regrowth running out there, you know, and starting to actually look at doing some stem counts, and that's going to give us a better idea of what the yield potential is going to be. You know, and when we start getting under 55 stems per square foot, you know, it's still going to be a viable stand, but we're not going to be getting 100% of our yield potential. And once we get to the point where we've actually gone below 40 stems per square foot, you know, we're going to have to look at maybe looking at some alternative methods um, in terms of, you know, interceding or maybe even destroying the stand. Thanks again for some great information. Thanks, Scott. That's Mike Gronsky, field agronomist in the central Wisconsin area out of Marshfield with Pioneer. With another Pioneer Agronomy Update, I'm Scott Schultz. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is up and at him and with us this morning on our Next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And, uh, Dan, I know you've been out walking around in these uh, shelter-at-home and social distancing-type situations, and you got to see some awfully green grass that's starting to show. And uh, I guess for pastures, the cattle are out, the horses are out, but uh, they maybe need a little help, huh? That's right, Bob. Uh we have had uh, sufficient uh, warm weather for the grasses to begin to green up. They grow at lower temperatures than what the alfalfa does, so the 
the hillsides and pastures, flatlands, woods are starting to turn green a little bit. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind, though, is that uh, a lot of the yield of the grass will occur during the next uh, six to eight weeks, but the amount of growth that we get will depend on whether or not we have enough nitrogen fertilizer for it. And what we have seen is that if we apply something around uh, oh, 40 pounds of ammonium sulfate uh, fertilizer per acre, 40 pounds of nitrogen in the ammonium sulfate, then uh, we'll get an extra ton to maybe as much as two tons of forage yield off of those pastures. Now, in a year when we don't have a lot of forage, uh, that forage production can be very um, beneficial to us. Uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, as we have uh, young animals out there on the pasture, if we fertilize and have more forage for them to graze, they take bigger bites and then they gain more weight. Uh, we have seen differences of anything from a pound a day average daily gain up towards three pounds a day average daily gain if we have more forage available for those animals to eat. So the fertilization can increase the yield off the pastures. It can increase the quality of the forage. It will help our grasses stay in and keep the weeds out. And then also it will improve our animal performance where the cows will milk more, uh, the uh, heifers, the beef cattle will gain more weight. So for, for a lot of reasons, it's good to get out. And, again, I would recommend the use of some ammonium sulfate to give us a little sulfur as well as nitrogen on the pasture, up to uh, maybe uh, 20 pounds of sulfur per year. And then uh, think about, uh, as we said earlier, about 40 pounds of nitrogen from the fertilizer applied right about now for growth over the next six to eight weeks. Hopefully we'll have good growing season, and uh, if you help the pastures along, they will feed the animals. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And let's have a look at some of the morning markets. On the grain futures, May corn is at 321. That's down one. May oats at 288 is steady. Soybeans for May at 829 are down three. Soybean meal for May at $288.60 a ton is up 40 cents. And May wheat at 542 is up nine. The country elevator prices. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo is at 275. Soybeans at 774 at all of those locations. Elk Mound has corn at 278. Beans at 779, Sparta 279 for corn, 775 for beans, and Ellsworth 267 for corn and 774 for beans. At the ethanol plant, Boyceville has corn at 286, Stanley at 273, and the New Richmond corn is at 271. Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain has corn at 298. And beans at 810. On the livestock futures, live cattle for April are at 94.65. That's down 85 cents. June 86.30, down 17 cents. August 91.10, up 45 cents. In October 96.12, up 72. 
Feeder cattle for April are at one nineteen fifty two at that's up one twenty seven. May one nineteen twenty seven up eighty cents. August one hundred twenty eight dollars and forty cents. It's that that's down twenty two cents. September one twenty nine ninety five up seventeen. October one thirty eighty two up thirty two. Lean hogs for May are at thirty seven ninety two. That's up sixty cents. June forty three seventy two up fifty five cents. July fifty one ninety two up eighty five cents and August fifty six forty up ninety seven cents and a look at the way the markets in dairy closed on Friday barrels of cheese ended at one dollar and a half cents that's up a half forty pound blocks up a half up a half at one o one and a quarter and grade double A butter up two and three quarters at one eighteen and three quarters. The class three futures, April is at 1341, that's unchanged. May 1110 up eight. June 1216, that's up five. And July 1403 up 12. Those prices are up through 2020. Well, that's just about it for me this morning. And I'm going to go have a big old glass of cold Wisconsin white milk. But before that, I'm going to sip a little bit more on my coffee from Revolution Coffee down in Black River Falls. If you get the chance, hit Revolution Coffee up. Give them a call. They'll bring coffee, tea, whatever you order, right out to the curb. I'm Scott Schultz. Be safe out there doing whatever you're doing throughout the day. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com, a site about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy's online quiz today and win two free tickets to anywhere on United. OZY.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, 31 degrees here in Eau Claire. We're looking for some increasing cloud and some possible rain today. Cooler weather tomorrow, but warming up again on Wednesday. A high today of 57 and a low of 28.